time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk. Good afternoon, everybody. This wonderful Monday. Um, another episode of Rise and Walk. Glad to be here. I'll be your host today, Sean Rice, in studio with me. Co-host, that sounds a little strange, but Mr. Richard Reina himself uh, is, is going to be uh, here with me. Uh, got a great uh, conversation uh, in store for all of you today. Uh, again, I want to thank you uh, for tuning in uh, wherever you may be. If you're uh, just out on a bike, ready to grab some lunch, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to be uh, discussing today um, you know, with Dennis Daniel. He is the executive director of the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. Uh, we're going to be talking to him about um, his, his wonderful um, apostolate. Uh, and of course, they're, you know, they, they have a uh, conference coming up on July 10th. So we're going to be discussing all things um, going on uh, with, with that today. Uh, and of course, before we get into any of that, uh, we're going to begin in prayer. So wherever you may be, go ahead and, and join me in this wonderful prayer to St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Saint Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in thee all my interests and desires. O Saint Joseph, do assist me by thy powerful intercession and obtain for me all spiritual blessings through thy foster son, Jesus Christ our Lord, so that, having engaged here below, thy heavenly power, I may offer thee my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. O Saint Joseph, I never weary contemplating thee and Jesus asleep in thine arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near thy heart. Press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. Amen. Saint Joseph, patron of departing souls, pray, pray for, for us. Saint Anthony de Padua, Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Wow, praise Jesus. That was awesome. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here, Richard. You know, I, I got to tell you, um, you know, I want to get everyone caught up with all things going on. Well, with you first and foremost. Well, I want to say thank you. First, uh, you know, this is our first show back after the share our, our awesome 2021 Summer, I said spring share the summer share uh, dedicated to being holy, holy Catholic, holy H O L Y, holy W H O L L Y, Catholic with the radio for your soul. We had a great response from all of our listeners out there in the south and central Texas region, actually, all over our 32 stations that were tuning in to that share it, it was a very blessed share Of course, I want to thank all of you all that took the time to call in. Uh, and make a pledge, whether it's one-time donation or monthly pledge, whether you went online or called in or whatever it was, and, and understand and please know that we'll be praying for your intentions uh, with the novena of masses that we have celebrated for you and your intention every single month. Thank you for that. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you to all the volunteers that came out and sp- uh, shared their time, some of their talent, some of their treasures, and uh, those that provided meals, uh, matching gifts. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Thank you, all of you who just uh, participated in that share and It was awesome. Yeah, you know, it really does take everybody coming together, right, uh, for, for something like that to, to be uh, as successful as it was, you know, from the volunteers on to the donors. I, I'm glad you really touched on all that. Uh, I would like to, of course, you know, um, talk about, um, you know, yesterday, you know, Father's Day. Oh, yeah. You know, what a wonderful day that, that, that was. And to 
all the fathers out there and all the our, you know spiritual fathers and and those who are no longer with us you know happy father's day to all of them so you know Richard, you got to tell me how, you know i know you come you know you have a large family of course uh, how did how did they spoil you on, on uh, father's it, day it was it was pretty awesome i obviously uh, i we were going to touch on it in a little while about a little spill i had on my on my bike uh, talking about training for the Tour de, uh, Tour de France, Tour de Bernie. Well, to you, it felt uh, like Tour de France, yeah, right? Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the family took care of me. Of course, the kiddos huh, you know, got me some little gifts there, and I love that, and I love spending time with the kids. And it's just always a good day to, to stop and relax and enjoy the, the, the beautiful things of life that God has provided to us. And uh, it was great. I loved it. How about you all? No, for us, uh, you know, we, we should, of course, started our day up with, with Mass. Uh, they're at St. Helena Catholic Church. Um, of course, they were passing out uh, St. Joseph the Worker Medal. Oh, wow. Uh, and it's such a you know, nice, uh, you know, nice medal there. Uh, I had uh, Deacon Paul Cardenas uh, bless, uh, you know, bless it for me uh, there after Mass. But one thing I was really contemplating uh, yesterday, of course, is you know, when you go into, into parishes and such, you always have a statue of Our Lady. Uh, and you always have, of course, you know, the statue of, uh, you know, St. Joseph. So I really, really contemplated on, uh, you know, St. Joseph uh, yesterday as well. And he really is, uh, epitomizes, you know, the, the, you know, what it means to, to be a father. You know, I mean, as a... a Lady of the Holy Family. I yeah, mean, just, 100%. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, from, uh, you know, being able to be the provider uh, being the the leader uh, of the Holy Family, I mean, it was just something to really contemplate on. Uh, and of course, afterwards, you know, we had brunch uh, with our uh, padrinos, you know, Raúl Reyes um, and uh, Isabella Reyes, um, who's volunteering right now. Well, yeah. <laughs> Isabella, their youngest daughter, is volunteering. So, I mean, great family, beautiful family. Uh, so, I had a chance to to catch up with them and uh, enjoy some brunch uh, with with them too. So, we we had a great time. In hey, fact, Amen, Amen. And then hopefully, y'all were. Kept your priests in your prayers, uh, Father's Day, Father, whoever it is at your parish, like Father Lennon at your parish and Father Juan Carlos at our parish. You know, keep them in your prayers, folks. Yeah. I was able to, to message a few of my uh, awesome priests that I've got their numbers, so it was great. It really was. Um, this coming Saturday yeah. is the uh, third annual, second annual, I forget what it is, uh, the uh, Tour de Bernie, uh, taken out from the Don Strange Ranch, and they had a goal of, of reaching 750 riders to sign up for this event. And they met, met, they met it. Last, I think, Tuesday it was. I saw the post go out there that they got 750 riders. That was awesome. Wow. And uh, the, this past, you know, I'm, I'm planning on, on riding in it and was training last Sunday. And uh, I had a fall, a little accident there, and it, it, it messed me up. I sustained four, I'm not sure if it, I forget if it was fractured or cracked ribs um, and some, some muscle damage back in there, my shoulder blade area. But I seem to be healing okay uh, it still hurts when I cough and or laugh, so I'm going to try not to laugh or, or giggle. Um, but was, I finally learned how to ride a tricycle, and then I fell off of it. So I need to, I need to get better at that. But uh, we'll see how that works out. But you know, Guadalupe Radio Network is going to have a table out there because uh, there's going to be a lot of people out there. And spreading that gospel and sharing with them about Guadalupe Radio, yeah. uh, especially the station in the area and the Curvo station, because you know, Bernie's kind of in the middle. It kind of catches both. Uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be a great event and uh, congratulations to the team there. 
uh, the, the Knights of Columbus that are, are organized this event. It's going to be a, a really fun event. I think you're really going to like it, Sean. No, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, when you said, when you actually texted me and you, you showed me the pictures and whatnot, I know you shared it with Facebook and what have you. At first, I thought, oh, man, you know, you just got a little road rash. But then you told me about, you know, the, the ribs and such. So, I mean, you were definitely in our prayers, Rich. Oh, thank you. Thank for, you. For thank sure. you. Thank you. Uh, but, yes, uh, I, I, I think, uh, you know, it is going to be an exciting, um, you know, time for me. Um, I may not be writing what but i'll be riding what? with you in spirit richard okay so you know they have those adult sized tricycles right Dude, those big ones just just let you know you got the basket you can take some life remote equipment you know say where you are on the road i'm just kidding i'm just kidding that would be awesome Bo. maybe next year uh, uh do want to remind you all that the san antonio family association uh is is organizing an event it's the pro heartbeat law rally for life taking place this coming friday from june 20 uh, i'm sorry june 25th from 4 to 7 p.m. on the sidewalk at San Antonio's largest abortion facility, located at 2140 Babcock Road. And there, these guys that are part of the San Antonio Family Association that organize it, they're out there every Friday from 1230 to 2, uh, praying rosaries and so forth there. But because of this pro-heartbeat law that's, that's out there right now, they're going to be out there again, but just make it a little bit bigger. They figured they'd go from 4 to 7 to catch a larger crowd. It's drive time, more exposure. And if you want more information, uh, please go to the website at sanantoniofamilyassociation.com. Uh, be there, uh, of course, this Friday. Stand for life. And uh, I hope to see all of you all out there, although I think I'm going to be leaving early because we've got to do the pack-up pickup for the race. Uh, what else? Well, I think uh, that, that we uh, covered quite a bit. So we, we talked about um, Father's Day. We talked about the Tour de Bernie coming up. Um, so, of course, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, folks, we're going to be joined by Mr. Dennis Daniel. Uh, he's the executive director of the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. We're going to talk about all things regarding that apostolate uh, and, ever, and their Stay upcoming for more Rise and um, Walk here on the Guadalupe on the Radio Network. We'll catch you on the other side of the break. This is the Word of Life, a scripture passage offered as a guide and inspiration for daily living. The Word of Life for June 2021 is, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. From Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. This phrase from Matthew's Gospel is part of the conclusion to the well-known Sermon on the Mount, in which Jesus, having proclaimed the Beatitudes, invites his listeners to recognize the loving closeness of God and indicates how to act accordingly, to discover in the will of the Father the way to reach full communion with him in his kingdom. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. But what is the will of God? How can we know what it is? In a worldwide conference call with Focolari members in 1992, Kiara Lubick shared her discovery in this way, quote, God's will is God's voice that continually speaks to us, inviting us. It is a thread or rather, a divine golden filament that weaves through all our earthly life and beyond. It is God's way of expressing His love, a love that asks for a response so that He can accomplish His wonders in our lives. God's will is what we should be, our true being, our fulfillment. Let us always repeat, 
let it be done before every painful, joyful, or indifferent will of God. We will discover that these four simple words will be a powerful impetus, like a launch pad, to do whatever we must do with love, with perfection, and with total dedication. Moment by moment, we will compose the marvelous, unique, and unrepeatable mosaic of our life that the Lord has always thought of for each of us. Just as tiny and multicolored flowers have their meaning within the boundless beauty of nature, so even the smallest thing, like an act of love, has a meaning and shines forth in the beauty and immensity of God." End quote. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. According to Matthew's Gospel, the Christian's law par excellence is mercy, which is the fulfillment of every act of worship and love for the Lord. While this word of life helps our relationship with God, which is certainly personal and intimate, it also opens us up to a fraternal dimension as we take concrete actions. It urges us to go out of ourselves to bring reconciliation and hope to others. A group of young people from Heidelberg, Germany, gave this testimony, quote, How could we make our friends experience that the key to happiness lies in giving oneself to others? This is where we started to launch our new action entitled One Hour of Happiness. The idea is very simple, to make another person happy at least for one hour a month. We started with the people who we felt most needed love. And wherever we offered our availability, doors were thrown wide open. And so there we were, in a park, pushing some older people in wheelchairs, or in a hospital playing with children, or doing sports with people with disabilities. They were overjoyed, but as the action promises, our joy was even greater. And our friends who were invited to participate, at first they were intrigued, but now that they have tried to make other people happy, they agree with us. Happiness can be given, and the return can be felt. End quote. This commentary is written by Letizia Magri, a scripture expert and a member of the work of Mary, also known as the Focolare Movement. To learn more about living the word of life, visit the website for the Focolare's award-winning monthly magazine, livingcitymagazine.com or visit the website for the Focolari in the United States and Canada at F-O-C-O-L-A-R-E dot U-S Now, back to Rise and Walk. Hey, welcome back, folks. And again, if you're just tuning in, this is Rise and Walk. I'm your host today, Sean Rice. Uh, we're going to be bringing on Mr. Dennis Daniel of the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. And before we do, just want to thank uh, Rudy, uh, who's live streaming Rudy with us. Rudy B. Rudy B. He's watching <laughs> us on Facebook. Ubi and uh, Miss Pat, thank you so much for uh, watching us on Facebook. Uh, if, if you don't have uh, access, of course, to the radio, you can li- we're live streaming on Facebook. Be sure to like and share that. And 
And uh, of course, if you don't have access to the radio in your car uh, or so, then feel free to download that GRN app. Uh, you can go to the uh, to your sh- uh, to the app store, the Guadalupe Radio Network app, and of course, um, you know, again, we're going to begin our conversation with Dennis Daniel, um, you know, executive director at the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. Uh, Dennis, are you there? Yeah, Sean, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm good. I'm I'm so good. Uh, really glad that you could uh, be here with us today. Uh, take time out of your busy schedule. Uh, I'm really excited to hear more about. Um, you know, your apostolate there with the uh, with the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men, and really excited to hear more about this um, you know conference that you've got coming up on the 10th of July. But uh, why don't you tell us a, a little bit um, you know about what you do, who you are, and maybe uh, walk us through a, a bit of your faith journey as well. Well, you know, it, it's inter- I grew up in Central Texas. I actually grew up in Waco, uh, and I am a graduate of Laker High School. I think it was the first Catholic high school in the Diocese of Austin. Uh, and um, uh, grew up Catholic, uh, went to Catholic University out in L.A., uh, but kind of fell away from, the, from my faith. And uh, it wasn't, uh, wasn't intentional. I didn't really have any issues with the faith, but, uh, you know, just... Uh, moving to different parts of the country where the Catholic Church wasn't very prominent and so forth, uh, I just kind of got basical. And uh, whenever I moved back to Texas in uh, 1996, uh, started uh, attending uh, a Catholic Church in Round Rock, uh, St. John Vianney, shout out to those guys. Uh, And um, I kind of gradually made my way back to the faith through some interaction of of guys that that I consider to be angels. some friends at, at work and the guys in the parish helped uh, bring me back to the faith and uh, got involved in ministry to men at my parish in about uh, 2012, I guess, and uh, joined the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men on their board about five years ago. Uh, and uh, as we were kind of rebuilding the fellowship and and recentering ourselves and revisiting our mission and our, our vision, uh, and then about Three years ago, they asked me to step off the board and become the executive director. So I've been the ED for the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men for about three years. Um, the fellowship, uh, we, we operate within the Diocese of Austin, but we've got partnership with, there's actually these, these fellowship groups or ministries to men that are popping up all over the country. Uh, and uh, so while we operate within the Diocese of Austin, we're tied into a network of diocesan uh, men's programs. I think right now we've got over 50 dioceses across the country that have men's programs. Uh, we're networked into those guys. Um, as you mentioned earlier, we're uh, this upcoming conference uh, will be our ninth annual conference. Uh, and uh, so we're just excited about the work that's going on, and uh, we're, we're excited that uh, the guys are, are starting to be able to re-engage. You know, COVID really hit us all pretty hard, and uh, we're seeing a lot of passion and a lot of energy in the men in the diocese right now. No, I'm, I'm um, you know, in, in, in hearing that, uh, of course, uh, I think about last year where, um, you know, you didn't get a chance to, to, to do much. And then, of course, the... The temperature, uh, you know, uh, in, in some of the parishes I've, I've gone to, there's just this hunger for people to get together. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I mean, people are just wanting to get together. People are wanting to have their conferences. People are wanting to have their meetings. And what better time than right now? I heard in your, your story there um, uh, when you were describing your, yourself and your journey, um, having these, you know, these, these fa- you know, 
spiritual father, so to speak, you know, um, you know these these leaders, and of course, coming out of Father's Day yesterday, I always think about you know those those examples that you know we we have that guide us along the way when we fall away. You know, I, I appreciate you sharing it. You know, of course, you you had your your little stunt there where you fell away. I think we all have, and I think that's the the great and wonderful uh, you know thing about the church is that uh, you know she's always welcoming. You know, our, our Father in heaven is always welcoming me. You know, welcoming us back into his fold. It's just a, a, a wonderful thing. Um, you know, to talk more about the, you know, Central Texas Fellowship uh, there that, that you're the executive director of, uh, could you tell us how that got started and how did it evolve to having these annual conferences and such? And what's the importance, of course, of, you know, having these conferences for, for men? You know, it's, it's really, it's interesting that you mentioned that uh, because, it, it actually got started with just a couple of guys up in Waco, Texas. Okay, um, our founder uh, Robert Tunmeyer, and and uh, he was uh, brought. He, he he's got a tremendous conversion story. Okay, he grew up a pagan. Okay, he became evangelical Protestant, and through the the work of the Holy Spirit, he met a young woman. Uh, and as he was going through the process of of uh, getting ready to marry her, he started going to RCIA. And, um, uh, but while he was evangelical person, he got tied into, um, a group, uh, that, that the Protestant churches had, that's uh, called Man in the Mirror, and it was all about ministry to men. And so he felt a calling to, to start ministry to men in Waco, uh, and then that c- calling grew into a, a second calling to start ministry to men for, uh, the, the Catholic Diocese of Austin. And so he had a relationship with, uh, uh, with, uh, then Bishop, um, uh, then Bishop Amen, now Archbishop Amen in New Orleans. And, uh, so Robert started the fellowship with, with a group of guys up in Waco about 13 years ago. And, uh, since then it has grown. Uh, it, it's, it really started out with a bang. Uh, there were guys hungry for ministry to men in a number of different parishes across the diocese. And uh, there were there were groups that were started up in Waco. There was a group that was started in Austin. A number of parishes started up men's groups. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with that man as you. It was a foundational uh, program that a lot of men's groups started up, and there was a lot of energy uh, in the parishes, um, and uh, a lot of that was 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 enabled by uh, the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. Um, and then about uh, I guess it was about. Uh, 11 years ago, uh, they started doing a men's mass every year in the Diocese of Austin. Oh, nice. Uh, and then uh, then the conference started uh, this nine years ago. We started doing a men's conference. And, you know, we've, we've always brought in some really big hitters, and we'll talk about uh, our, our, our uh, speakers. But we've, we've, we've tried to do well by bringing in guys that would attract people into these conferences. The conferences are a, are, are a tool. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a way for men to reach out to other men by inviting them to these conferences. But um, uh, you know, last year, Curtis Martin was one of our speakers last year, and he said something that was really telling for me. You know, that if you go back to Acts of the Apostles, it describes the early church as being uh, focused on community, teaching of the apostles, yeah. sacramental life, and the prayers. Okay. And, uh, you know, it, it, and, and there's really a sequence to that, and, and we noticed that, that Jesus followed that same sequence. He always took care of the community, 
you know, the temporal needs of the person first, and then he taught the apostles how to pray, and then over time he taught them the teachings of the apostles, and then finally he sacramentalized them. And, and so what we see is that if parishes follow that same four-step process, mm-hmm. they're very dynamic and they're very active. And so what we're trying to do is build community with the guys. Uh, you know, COVID hit everybody right in the teeth. Uh, the community was hurt, yeah. you know? And um, so what we're trying to do is get guys to, to, to really rekindle that community because it's out of community that everything happens and out of prayer that everything happens. They got to rekindle their spiritual life, uh, and you know, just by by reengaging with people and getting involved in their prayer life again, and uh, focusing in on on the church and the teachings and the sacramental life. No, that sounds great. And actually, you know, I um, in and before we started the show, I I was reading up on um, I think one of the the. The downloadable forms, or you know, one of the PDFs there on the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men website, uh, and that website, of course, is www.centexcatholic.com. Did I get that right, Dennis? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and the value statement page of this, right? So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight values. Now, see, I'm a I'm a prior service member myself. I was in the Air Force, uh, and we had you know the the core values. We had three core values. Uh, all right. Uh, and I'm looking at these uh, values here. And the first one, of course, is humility. You know, the, the, the first, uh, you know, value, let's say, uh, core value, if you will, is, is humility. And uh, it says here, we seek to glorify God and follow the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We will not put ourselves on our plans first, but always seek to be effective servants of the Lord's will. With St. John the Baptist, we say he must increase but I must decrease. Wow, how beautiful is that? You know, that is just uh, amazing. Now, what other sort of uh, things is the CTF, you know, the CTFCM uh, involved in? Well, you know, what we try to do uh, is is a couple of different things. We try. My role as the ED is to focus on the parishes and the outreach to men. Our board focuses in on the broader picture. So the board is responsible for putting on the conference and the men's mass and doing fundraising and, and managing our website and, and Facebook and so forth. Uh, but my role is to really reach out to, to the parishes uh, and the men in the parishes. And, and fortunately, I have about 16 guys that help me do that. Uh, you know, the Diocese of Austin is about 200 miles east-west, and it's about 200 miles north-south. Mm-hmm. And so what we've done is we've, we've followed the church's design. We, we actually have men in each deanery, um, and they work with the men in the parishes, uh, and they do a couple of things. First, they build energy, right? Um, we try to find that one or two or three guys that are inside a parish that are interested in ministry to men and that will take the next step and, and become a missionary to their own men, if you will. Sure. And so we try to find those guys. And then we try to, we try to coach them up because, you know, it's, it, you know, the faith has been handed from one person to the next for 2000 years. Right. And so there's some simple things that has been handed down through the faith. Well, there's also some simple techniques that can be employed one parish to the next to help set up these ministries to men. 
And so uh, the guys that I have that I work with, I call them deanery leads, their role is to really work with the guys in the parish uh, to, to help. Basically, we don't want parishes to recreate the wheel, right? right, right. So uh, they, they help you know, work, work through the process of how do you get your priest on board and how do you get your fellowship group started and how do you reach out to men. And, oh, by the way, one of the things that we're tied into is uh, nationwide – we have a we have a library of content, so guys don't have to go out and research and find their own content anymore. Um, so there's a lot of we're we're really there as a resource for the parishes. Right. We don't dictate to the parishes what they need to do. Our whole mission, you know, we did not create our mission; Christ did. Our mission is to help grow disciples, help men become stronger disciples. Yeah. Okay. So, so the whole idea here is help the par- help the guys in the parishes strengthen the men that they have in the parishes. Oh, that is great! Yeah, I'm actually, uh, you know, reading a part of the, you know, that the statement again, and of course. Uh, the vision and mission of of the CTFCM. Uh, I mean, it says right here the mission to encourage and embolden men to deepen their relationship with Christ, family, church, and community by living their Catholic faith in everyday life. That's just wonderful. Uh, now, of course, yeah, to to move on and talk about you know this upcoming conference that you've got. It's the ninth annual, um, you know conference for uh, the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men Conference on July 10th. Um, so I'm looking at the, you know, the, the flyer that, that you sent me here or that's available online, uh, and you do have quite the lineup, in fact. Uh, why don't you tell us more about, um, you know, how, um, you know, what, to, you know, for anyone who's, who's wanting to attend uh, the event, is it virtual, is it in person, you know, um, and tell us more about some of these awesome speakers that you got lined up. You know, the, the conference is an interesting story of its own, right? Because we normally have the conference every February. And with COVID, you know, we didn't have access to, to do the conferences past February. And so uh, originally the, the, the plan was we were, having, we were having the conference in February. We had planned to make the conference both virtual and, um, and face-to-face. Uh, we had a limited seating, okay? So our seating was going to be like 450 people, and then everything else was going to be online. Well, guess what happened? The ice storm hit. <laughs> yeah, so the ice storm hit in February. <laughs> I remember. So it wasn't safe for us to, to, to have the conference, so we had to push the conference. And uh, so we ended up pushing the conference out to July, and guess what's happened? Since then, the COVID, uh, the COVID thing is it's on its way out. We are our, our, our venue, St. William's Catholic Church in Round Rock. It's a beautiful venue if you haven't been there. They've opened their doors. We're now at a thousand guys can come to the can come to the conference. Wow. We've we've aligned the conference with our bishop's mass. We normally do mass um, uh, and the conference all in February, and then we do a second mass with the bishop in uh, in August or in July. So what we did this year is we just pushed the conference. Everything is co-located. It's at the same same time and date, July the 10th. Um, unfortunately, due to scheduling issues, Bishop's not going to be there, but our Vicar General, Father Misco, James Misco, he is a huge proponent of ministry to men. Sure. He's going to be our celebrant, um, and our speakers are awesome. So yeah. basically the lineup of this year, uh, we're starting off with a rosary and then Mass, uh, and then we have three terrific speakers. Um, 
Marcelino D'Ambrosio, Dr. Italy, is going to be uh, our leadoff guy, and he's going to talk about what it means to be a follower of Christ in the time of Christ. Yeah. So mm. it kind of gives us perspective as to what it was that Jesus was asking of the dis- disciples to come follow me, right? right? Uh, then Matt Burke. Matt Burke uh, was a center for the for the Minnesota Vikings whenever they won the Super Bowl. Wow. Uh, and he has got a terrific man story. And uh, Matt, uh, after getting out of the NFL, he has launched a ministry to youth. Okay? And so he's really living out his faith story, a follower of Christ, by helping disciple these young people. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then John Sablon is a terrific speaker. <laughs> it, it's interesting, because John is the first guy I've ever actually met that's from Guam. Oh, wow. And uh, John also has a youth ministry. And uh, so he's going to share with us his story and what it is that it means to, to be a follower of Christ from his perspective as well. So uh, then at the end of the day, we're going to end up with a Divine Mercy Chaplet at the end of the day. So uh, we're going to have adoration all day long. We've got sisters that are going to be praying for us. Uh, you know, uh, we've got a couple of orders of, of sisters now in the Diocese of Austin. They'll be praying for us. We're going to have speakers, uh, uh, vendors all over the place. So it's just going to be a great event. No, it sounds like it, actually. Uh, and, if, folks, if you're just tuning in, we've got Mr. Dennis Daniel. Uh, he's the executive director for the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. Uh, we're discussing, of course, their upcoming ninth annual conference on um, Saturday, July 10th. Uh, and I'm looking at the time here, uh, you know, Dennis, I've got uh, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, has that changed, or is that basically the same? It's, it's the same. Um, one of the things that we're having to do, we're, 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 the conference is having to be truncated a little bit on the tail end. Normally we start, um, you know, admissions and, and getting guys breakfast and all that other stuff at 7 o'clock in the morning, so that's, that's the norm, okay? okay? Mass will start at 8 o'clock sharp. Uh, but we are having to truncate it because due to COVID, the church still has to do a cleanup process uh, before they can open the doors for their own confessions and their own uh, evening mass. Okay. So they've asked us to be out of the building by like two thirty, three o'clock. Okay. Um, so, so basically, uh, we've had to shorten the conference a little, little bit on the end, but because you know we're, we're used to this, we've got we've got just a terrific organization that puts uh, that puts the conference together with us, and so uh, we'll just adjust on the fly. And guys will be able to get home for a mass with their family Saturday evening, pretty much anywhere from the diocese uh, that they come from. No, I like that. Adapt and overcome, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You know, Dennis, uh, Richard, well, I tell you. This whole adapt and overcome, all new meaning given COVID and the ice storm, let me tell you, because we were, we were geared up. I mean, we were ready to rock, and uh, the ice storm hits, and, and uh, we got a call from the bishop, and he says, what are you guys going to do? And I said, Bishop, it's not safe. we we got to pull the plug. And he says, good move. <laughs> so, uh, but our... our uh, uh, we, we've been working with, uh, with an organization that, that does events... Uh, uh, for the last three or four years, and they did a great job with a diving catch and getting this thing replanned. And I think it's all worked out for that because being able to get to a thousand guys, uh, you know, here in the diocese, uh, are well, actually from all over Central Texas. I mean, we have guys from San Antonio that come. We've got guys from Tyler that come. We had guys from Victoria last year, Fort Worth. So being able to open the doors to a lot more men 
gives them the opportunity to invite more guys from their own parish, and that's what it's all about. Amen, amen. And Dennis, it's Richard Rayner here. Uh, I got a question for you. You know, uh, actually two. What kind of man are you looking for to attend? Someone who has just started off in their faith, maybe somebody who's been doing it for a few years, or somebody really steeped in their faith. Everyone. There you go. You know, our <laughs> our vision is no man left behind. Okay, so the 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 key to no man left behind is that every man is important. Okay. And it doesn't matter if, if it's the guy that's just starting on his faith journey uh, or if the guys that are ready to enter the diaconate or go into priestly formation. I mean, we want every man to be there, okay? Uh, you know, we try, we, we're dry, drawing guys from every demographic. We're bringing young guys in. We're bringing in guys that are, that are uh, octogenarians, you know? We're, we're bringing in guys of, of uh, races, creeds, colors, you know? Uh, last year, uh, in our last conference, uh, you know, we had the guys from, from the Holy Cross Parish, which is a predominantly black Catholic parish in Austin. You know, they brought in the, 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 the colors and they provided the music. You know, we're we trying to reach every man, okay? Because we're all guys, we all have the same issues, and Christ loves us all, God loves us all, and so we try to reach every man. All right, and my next question is concerning fathers and sons. I absolutely love when fathers take time with their sons to help them grow in the faith and, and do things. But, but I know there's usually an age limit that you recommend, uh, depending on the speakers and the topics. Is there, is there again, an age limit that you recommend uh, fathers and sons uh, be? You know, I don't really have a recommendation. I mean, a couple of years ago, one of our speakers was Vince Young, and we had dads bringing their, their 10 years old in. Oh, wow. You know? Uh, I mean, this is, this is all about the faith. So whenever you think that your son is prepared to, to dig a little bit deeper and learn a little bit more about their faith, bring them. You know, there's nothing like seeing men alive in their faith. Let me tell you something. One of the most powerful experiences you will ever have is hearing a thousand guys singing the Our Father in unison. Okay? It is it is it will absolutely send shivers up and down your spine. So bring your son. You know, the the I've learned this recently. They say that with an infant, the man is the first vision of God that a child sees, because he recognizes mom as almost as part of an extension of himself, but he sees dad as the first other. Mm. And so it's absolutely important for guys to realize how important that they are in the faith formation of 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 their children of their sons and their daughters. Dad has a special role, you know. And uh, come on, guys, this is the year of St. Joseph. He is, I mean, if you think about it, God gave Joseph the responsibility of teaching Jesus Christ how to be a man. Amen. Woo! Get preaching. Are we going to be able to hear from you up there, Dennis? Are you going to be up there? God has put his own son in that holy family and said, Here, Joseph, your job is to teach my son how to be a man. (laughs) He's done that to every one of us. Because every one of our children, they're God's children first. 
So we have an obligation to teach our children what it means to be a son or a daughter of God. And that's what this is all about. It's, it's, you know, we have, a, we have a, a, a kind of our catchphrase, right? Strengthen the man, strengthen the family. Strengthen the family, strengthen the church, strengthen the church, strengthen society. So this is what it's all about, is, is we have to become strong in our faith as men so that we can impart that to our children, rebuild our church, and rebuild society. And guys, come on. We all know that after COVID, there's a lot of rebuilding that needs to be going on. So you know, as you were talking about this conference and trying to get more and more guys to register, one of the things I usually do is I, I encourage the women listening to sign up their husbands and their sons. What website would they go to uh, to, to sign up, to register? www.syntexcatholic.com. This is a wonderful late Father's Day gift. Hey, Give a guy a couple of tickets. Send him with their with their sons. You know, we see grand granddads with their sons and their grandsons come to the conference. Okay, uh, hey, buy a couple of tickets. Have a guy bring his best friend. Okay, or have the have your husband bring that fallen away guy, that guy that he knows that you know used to go to mass on a regular basis, but maybe doesn't anymore. So, like you say, uh, you know, wives. Support your husbands. Get them to come to the conference. Man, it's it's just a, it's a it's a wonderful experience. Uh, I've been going to these things now for about six or seven years, and it's it's always powerful stuff. It's always powerful stuff. Amen. Again, so we're speaking with Dennis Daniel, executive director of this wonderful organization that's coordinating the ninth annual Catholic Men's Conference there in the Austin area, Saint William Catholic Church. If you haven't been out there. It's a beautiful parish. Well, well, it's actually kind of, is it kind of new? I know they've added some things to it recently, have they not? You know, it, 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 it is relatively new. Um, you know, uh, whenever I first moved to Round Rock, I moved to Round Rock in 96, and the current structure was not there. Uh, I'm thinking it's probably, well, let's see, I've been, uh, we moved out of Round Rock about four years ago. I'm guessing that St. Williams now is probably, uh, the new venue is probably about maybe 12 years old, something like that. But it's a gorgeous facility. I mean, it's a gorgeous facility. Uh, and uh, it seats, uh, I think, between 1,200 and 1,600 people. Uh, uh, and uh, it's just a beautiful place. The pastor there is, is tremendous. Uh, Father Francisco, uh, you know, he's been there, I guess, a, a, a little over a year. He got moved there uh, last year with COVID. Huge supporter of ministry, man. They've got a great men's group there at St. Uh, Williams. You know, we've got these groups all over the Diocese of Austin now. We've got about 45 men's groups in the Diocese of Austin, and we're planning more all the time. And um, uh, so, like I say, it's, uh, this is just one of the tools in the box, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, I mean, last year I had a buddy of mine whose, whose son had fallen away from the church for a variety of personal reasons, and he brought his son. And, and I, whenever I say his son, the son is like 25 years old, oh, right? And he brought yeah. his son to the conference. And, and as something took place at the conference, uh, he had some family issues, right? And uh, he saw someone there at the conference that just walked up and gave him a big hug, and it resolved all of those issues. And he went to confession for the first time in like 10 years. Wow. You know? 
And so we see those sorts of things happening at this conference, you know. And, uh, um, you know, I mean, I ran into a guy, my first ever conference, I ran into a guy that I went to high school with 45 years ago. At wow. Lycan, okay. And it was just luck of the draw. I mean, I'm sitting there at this conference, and I noticed the back of his T-shirt said, you know, my grandkids go to St. Louis Elementary in Waco, Texas. And I started talking to the guy about the T-shirt, and it turns out that I knew the guy from high school, wow. you know. And, uh, you know, we've reconnected, and he, he's, he's a very dynamic leader at, uh, at St. Louis Parish up in Waco. And uh, so you just you, you see those connections, you know. And, and no, it's the Holy Spirit work. You talked about humility. There is nothing that we do that is on us. Every bit of this is opening the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to do his thing. And we see it in spades at these conferences. Uh, they're just tremendous. And, you know, we've got a terrific partnership with the, uh, with the Diocese of Austin, uh, you know, with the entire staff there. Um, you know, Bishop Vasquez is a huge supporter of ministry of men. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is just this is just one of the things that we do to, to try to draw men closer to Christ. You know, I wanted to ask you real quick. You had mentioned that the, um, you know, some of the fruit of these these conferences and uh, events uh, similar to this, um, men going back to, you know, men going back to uh, the sacrament of confession and such. Are you offering a you know confession or any other uh, devotions uh, you know during the conference uh, during that time? You know, from from seven to two or yeah, so? all day long. Okay. All day long. We line up priests uh, from all over the Diocese of Austin. They come in, and there will be confessions heard all day long. Uh, clearly, the Mass will occur. The Rosary will occur. We're going to do a Divine Mercy at the end of the day. Uh, St. Williams has got a lovely Adoration Chapel uh, that will have access to the Adoration Chapel all day long. Uh, it, like I say, the campus is just awesome for the things that we're trying to do. And um, uh, But, yeah, the guys can... can if it's been a while since they've been to reconciliation, uh, that will be there. Uh, you know, one of the things that we've been blessed with is the, is the retired priest up at uh, uh, John Paul II Residence for Priest in Georgetown. The retired priest, they come out, they'll come and sit in the confessional all day long. Wow. They'll be in the confessional all day long. This is a priest that has been, you know, one, one of our favorite priests, uh, Father Jim Robertson, uh, is, is there. And Father Jim... Yeah, he'll come out there, and he'll sit in the confessional for six, seven hours. This is a guy that's 72, 73 years old, you know, just so that the guys can, can have their confessions heard. And, you know, you see that sort of love, you know, at these conferences. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, 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 just a, it's just a great thing, you know. And, and it, as I said, from my perspective, it's neat because, look, all I'm doing, I'm doing a few tactical things that allows the Holy Spirit to, to work on the men's hearts. Right. And that's what is so powerful about this, is being able to witness what is taking place. Um, you know, and, uh, I mean, you know, we, we mentioned some of the speakers that we've had in the past. You know, we've had some terrific speakers last year. It was Curtis Martin and Edward Shree and Father Ken Garachi. You know, Father Ken Garachi, uh, he told us, uh, I got a great story with Father Ken. Uh, Father Ken Garachi, I met him for the first time about three years ago. And uh, 
he told us then, he says, you know, because I was talking about, you know, these are the plans and this is what we're doing and the tactics and all this other stuff. He says, Dennis, he says, the thing you got to remember is this. He said, all of that tactical stuff is great. And if all that you do is the tactical stuff, you're going to fail miserably at what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Because the enemy is smarter than you are. He said, this is an 80% spiritual battle. You need to have guys praying about this, mm. okay? And you need to be pray. It's 80% prayer and 20% tactics. Yeah. So, you know, the, the conference, it gives our men of the Diocese of Austin a time to get together communally in prayer to pray for the other men in the Diocese of Austin. You know, we're hoping to have a thousand guys there, okay? We're hoping to have a thousand guys there. But you know what? There's like 300,000 Catholic men in the Diocese of Austin. We need right. to be praying for those guys. We need to be reaching out to those guys. So, Dennis, do y'all have, kind of, have some kind of a, a, a preparation prayer plan that you all, uh, like, engage the guys in that have already registered to maybe send out a, a weekly or monthly email saying, hey, guys, you know, pray for those other guys that haven't said yes yet. Uh, here's a, a suggestion of a prayer or two or three or four. And, you know, once they've done so uh, for the day of the event, do they bring something with them? Should they bring their Bible, a catechism, something to write with? You know, what do you recommend? They, they can bring anything with them that they choose, okay? Uh, whatever they normally do to prepare for Mass, I encourage them to do that. We actually started a prayer chain uh, here in the Diocese of Austin. We actually have a prayer. There's a prayer for men's fellowship that it's out on our website. And it, it, it actually started, the chain started with that day with Father Kim. He said, look, you need to be praying about this. So we started a prayer chain. We've probably given away 20,000 prayer cards across the Diocese of Austin. Okay, our prayer card has, has been translated to Polish. One of our members took it to Poland, and, and he distributed it in, in, in the pol- to the Polish manuscripts, and they said, can we translate this to Polish and use it? We said, absolutely. Uh, he took it to Rome. It's been translated into 20-some-odd different languages because our prayer chain has, has made it into Rome. So, you know, get involved. You know, if, if you can't do anything else, pray. You know, pray for us. Pray for the men of the Diocese of Austin. Pray for the men of the country, you know. Uh, but, um, you know, as far as, uh, as, far as you know, we, we have a, a weekly distribution of an email that goes out. We're on Facebook. We're doing social media. These are all ways that you can get, in, get engaged with guys. Let me tell you, it all comes down to one-on-one. You know, if you think about it, Jesus Christ started out with three or four guys, okay, and then it grew to 12. And he had those 12 guys. That was the first men's group. Yeah. That was the I first like men's group, right? Yeah. And so all we're trying to do is do what he did. We're trying to get men's groups started in these parishes. So, and it's okay to start with three or four guys and let it grow organically, you know? So, uh, but just start with prayer and meet the three or four guys that are around you and start, you know, and give us a call and help. No, I, I love that. And folks, again, if uh, you're just tuning in, uh, we're, we're finishing up our conversation with uh, Mr. Dennis Daniel of the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Ben. Uh, they're going to be doing their ninth annual Conference of Catholic Men. Uh, actually, the title for that uh, conference is what is uh, "Come Follow Me." I, I really love that, Dennis. Um, that's going to be July 10th at St. William Catholic Church. 
Uh, it's going to be at 620 Round Rock West Drive in Round Rock, Texas. Uh, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're going to have Mass. Uh, you said you're going to be praying the Rosary, the Divine uh, Mercy Chaplet. Uh, and where else uh, can they find that information uh, for, for tickets, Dennis? Tickets, uh, you can learn all about the conference. You can download flyers. You can read about our speakers. SyntexCatholic.com. That's C-E-N-T-E-X-C-A-T-H-O-L-I-C.com. No, that's awesome, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, in fact, um, before we, we wrap things up uh, you know, with, with this t- discussion here, Dennis, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, after this conference, of course, uh, what, what's, what else can we look forward to uh, with the, you know, the, the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men? What, what else uh, is in store for us? Well, believe it or not, we're planning another conference. <laughs> so we, we have to get back on our sequence, right? Because we normally do a conference in February and a, and, and a mass in July. And so the first thing that you can look forward to is this. Look for your own men's group in your parish, okay? Most of these men's groups, as I said, there's about 45 of them. About 35 have restarted and are continuing to meet, either via Zoom or they're meeting uh, face-to-face and so forth, but pretty much all of these men's groups are going to restart by the, by the beginning of September, okay? okay? So the first thing, look for the men's group in your own parish. Second thing, if you don't have a men's group in your parish, reach out to us and we will help you, okay? We have a, we have a, a, a playbook, easy steps, this is how to get started. Reach out to us at the Syntax Catholic, uh, uh, Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men, and then the last thing is we are planning for our February conference. Okay, so you like go follow me or come follow me, right? Yeah. Well, there's a storyline here. Two years ago, we were Jesus gave us the mission: go make disciples, right? This year, come follow me. February, I will make you fishers of men. Come follow me; I will make you fishers of men. That is Matt. Uh, that's the, the Gospel of Mark, chapter. 1, verse 17, okay? So think about it. Jesus wants men to fish for other men. Why does he want you to fish for other men? Because Jesus knows that if you catch the man, you catch the whole family. So our theme for February is going to be, I'll make you fishers of men. So look for more information on that February conference. No, thank you so much for joining us uh, in this conversation, uh, Dennis. Uh, really looking forward to that. Again, folks, uh, if you're listening, you know, help that man out in your life. You know, get a ticket. Go visit www.centexcatholic.com. Sign up for this conference. Uh, Dennis Daniel, uh, Executive Director for the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you uh, joining uh, on, on this conversation today. I look forward to speaking to you real soon, okay? Thanks a lot, Sean. Appreciate the work you guys are doing, and uh, thanks for having us on the show. God bless you. Please keep us in your prayers, and we will be praying for you and the success of this conference. You take care now. God bless, man. Bye-bye. Wow, Sean, that's awesome. I mean, I can't wait to 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 see how the response is, to see the folks walking up to the table. The, that Again, you can, you can tell the, the fathers and the sons and seeing that happen, it always gets me because the kids are just like, Soaking it up, and they love being there with their dad. So, sentextcatholic.com. I'm sure you can find them on Facebook. If you just type in Sentex, boop, the Hope Fellowship page pops up, and uh, it'll be, I'm sure, it'll be well attended. They've got some great speakers. 
I mean, I, the, one of the questions I, I forgot to ask was if they're going to have, you know, the CDs or the podcasts or the MP3s available or the videos, but I'm sure they'll get all that stuff, all that information out to us once you register for the event. Yeah, you know, I really uh, enjoyed uh, that conversation, Richard, just because, of course, when you're looking at this lineup of speakers that they have, uh, Dr. Marcelino D'Ambrosio, uh, I don't know if I pronounced that right. You but, did. Okay. <laughs> if I didn't, tell him, okay. Say, but oh well. Yeah, no, that, that, you know, we have him, you know, Matt Burke. I mean, just the awesome lineup of, uh, of speakers here. Uh, and, of course, it's geared to get men involved with their vocation as husbands, as fathers, uh, and, of course, as, as sons of the father. You know, it, it's just such a, a, a wonderful thing. You know? It sure is. It sure is. And, you know, we're going to have a table out there because our, our station in the northern area, 88.5 FM, KBMD, catches the west part of Austin, you know, the Marble Falls area, the, or the diocese there, that, that area. So looking forward to seeing a great, great uh, response. Uh, I love to hear uh, from the guys that coordinated after the event. So maybe we give them a call and see how that went to maybe get a little snippet of an interview and share that with them. But uh, looking forward to it. Uh, I'm very thrilled to, to have him on the, on the show today. But I, would, I do want to remind our listeners that, that we're so grateful to them for showing up and calling in their support during, I was to say last week's, the share that was now two weeks ago as of tomorrow. Whoa, man, that's crazy. It goes by fast, Richard. It sure <laughs> does. It sure does. Um, we're always looking for volunteers. So some of y'all, they called in and said, hey, yeah, I'd like to volunteer. So we're, we're working on those phone calls to reach out to you and, and get you in the office. But thank you again for your prayers. Know that you are in our prayers. And please, please, please tell somebody today about Guadalupe Radio Network. Whatever station you're listening to right now, or maybe listening on the app or via Facebook, whatever it is, tell somebody else about Guadalupe Radio and why you listen. Folks, thank you for joining us today for another episode of Rise and Walk. Catch us next week, please. Uh, we'd love to, to share this time with you. Thank you for tuning in with us and enjoying that lunch break with us. Um, and again, keep us in your prayers. You will definitely be in ours. Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. There is nothing like a summer vacation disconnected from everything. Well, almost everything. Hello, Sissel. Hey, Dave. Can you believe we are under two months away from our Summer Speaker Series event on August 5th with Father John Ricardo? I just can't contain myself. Is that the only reason you were calling me? Yep. Sissel, do you realize I'm not in the office this week? And do you remember why? Oh, sure. You're not here because you're on vacation. Oops. <sighs> Get your tickets at summerspeakerseries.com. Bye, Dave. Bring me back a seashell. This is Sean Rice, your new general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas, and we'd like to take this time to thank Chavano Family Practice for their outstanding and most generous support of the 2021 Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner, where we recognized Father Will Combs, pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church, as this year's most outstanding Fisher of Men. 
Your generosity allows us to spread the good news across the airwaves in South and Central Texas. Thank you, Dr. Mitch and Miss Chrissy Finney. Men, are you looking for something to do this summer to enhance your faith? The Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men will be having their ninth annual Catholic Men's Conference July 10th at St. William Parish in Round Rock. Speakers include Dr. Marcellino D'Ambrosio, former NFL player Matt Burke, and John Sablin. Purchase your tickets for in-person or virtual at centexcatholic.com. That's C-E-N-T-E-X catholic.com. In-person seating is limited to 1,000, so get your tickets now. Transmitting the treasures of our Catholic faith to your radio every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Serving God's holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. This is KJMA 89.7 FM, Floresville, San Antonio. Also online at grnonline.com. Your destination for Catholic radio.